This is The Party with Serene and Pearl. Get it right, P-O-D-D-Y. Women and men, boys and girls, oh my goodness. It is the week before the week before Christmas, and we are super pumped. It's the Trim Healthy Podcast with Serene, Pearl, and Danny, and today we have a special friend. More than a friend. Could we say elder in our life? Could we say father figure? Well, or father. Campbell. Or, or maybe father. The pops yes. well, could we say Serene and Pearl. Sage. Mm-hmm. Could we say, we could say on and, and on Are we going to actually talk to our dad for about five minutes today? You've met our mum before, many of you, and we've talked about our dad so many times on this party. When okay, we've we talk we talked about- good things, but we've also <laughs> talked, dad, just to spill the beans. We have talked about how you put your hunk of butter in the middle of your bread and don't spread it. We've also <laughs> talked about how you open the fridge and say, where's the tomato? And it's like behind the milk, but you can't move the milk. And so there's no tomato in the fridge. <laughs> hey, but also we've got something else to announce today. We, folks, are in a brand new potty mm. cabin. It's called the barn cabin. It's um, so good. It's amazing. Are there we going to call it the potty cabin? There's Naria rat in this Potty thing. barn. <laughs> I don't even smell the hint of a okay, rat. What happened was <gasps> uh, on our barn. land we built a barn. Now at the – because, hey, we're, we're getting pretty big in this potty now. We, uh, we had to go a little more, you know. Um, into the new millennium. And so we're all tech. My up. actually children are playing in a room next door instead of out in the freezing cold. So, uh, the, so the top of this barn is now our potty cabin. We'll, we'll put some pictures. Autumn, my daughter here, is ready to take pictures. It is gorgeous. Oh, no one told me. I'm not, yeah, I'm your not hair picture is not ready. picture worthy. Oh, you are. You've got your 80s pumps. Can we play the workout music? Serena has leg warmers on. Green leg warmers. Hey, this is a millennial, man. Dad is looking at us. Our dad's a busy guy, and he is not here for any reason but to like um, get get on with the job. So, Danny, yeah. you're and out of here. His famous saying is no time to make friends. Yeah. Okay. Danny, you get but on out of here. he's the friendliest guy in the world. Dad, bro. you go over to Danny's mic no, because we want to interview. No, I'm just going to swing it over. No, no, oh, you stay there. Okay. I'm going to yeah. swing it over. Uh, Mr. Campbell, please be gentle. Yeah. And when, Dad, pull that over because when you talk, when we talk to you, you've got to get right in there. Actually, the reason we wanted to have Dad um, talk today was, well, we want to introduce him, but he has had like an incredible thing happen with our hemp and blue cream. Um, recently, our dad got shingles, as what happens to sometimes people. At Which we were so excited about. Well, cause, yeah, because well, we were down under on our trip. Yeah. And our brothers are all calling, like blowing up our phone. And there was a big, huge family thing saying, call dad. He's not going to the hospital. He's having heart pains. And mm-hmm. we're like, he's almost 80. We're like, boy, we've got to get him into that hospital. And so, you know, he doesn't like the hospital. He finally went in and we were all thinking heart issues mm-hmm. and it's just mm-hmm. shingles. So we're They excited. found out he had shingles. So... So, Dad, I'll quickly tell the story. But you're going to tell the other story. But you, um, they gave you meds. But Dad being Dad, <laughs> oh, Dad, daddy doesn't like medicine. He didn't take that antiviral. Um, so a couple of weeks later, Dad, you have been in such pain. Um, tell us about what happened. Well, <clears throat> it's good to be here and yeah. talking on this podcast. And I'm obviously very proud of uh, Serene and Pearl and Aww. all that's going on uh, with Trim Healthy Mama. But, um, yeah, just about a month ago, I found that, um, discovered, I was very, very, my arm, my left arm was very, very sore, very sore, but between the elbow and the shoulders, and pains were going up and down there, and then, uh, and also my chest was a little bit tight up on, t- up on, the, on the left-hand side, 
And so I, I mentioned it to the family, and everybody was saying, you've got to get to the hospital. You could, this could be a precursor to a heart attack, mm. and uh, you have to go right now. So within, within half an hour or so, uh, we went to the, to, to the medical clinic here in uh, Franklin, Tennessee, and, uh, <clears throat> and they, they gave me an EKG and uh, came back to me and said, you don't have a heart problem, which was great. They said, your heart is very, very good. And I was very relieved about that. Mm. But I said, well, I want you to check this rash on my back, which has just started. And uh, so they, they, they checked it. The doctor checked it. And he said, you've got shingles, and that is your problem. It's mm. causing the pain in your arm and the tightness in your chest. And, and that's what your problem is. It's shingles. In the end, they wrote me out a prescription, which I, I took home, and I never took it because I don't like taking you know, antibiotics and stuff like that. And I thought, I can live with this. I'm so happy that I, that I don't have a heart problem. <laughs> I, I, I can live with shingles. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I've been pushing along with that for, for several weeks, just maybe three weeks. And then all of a sudden, I got this terrible um, agony and pain down in, in the lower part of my back where I'd had a serious accident years and years ago where a church steeple came down and, uh, and, and it landed on my back and pushed me down on the ground. And, oh That's my what happens to pastors, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. If they passed along enough, the odds of that, church <laughs> yeah, so, steeple's going to ruin so, you. <laughs> so I had 18 months I had you know, to struggle with that at that time years ago. And it seems like I was wondering then whether or not the shingles was attacking as I know, it can attack, attack other, other, other areas of your body. Like a friend of ours had shingles and he, uh, it attacked his brain, which really, really caused a lot of difficulties and problems for him. So I was thinking about that. Just maybe this is those shingles just getting – because I couldn't think of any reason why my back was But, Dad, hurting. you couldn't – I mean, you were up all night with pain, right? Oh, what did Mum so, say? That there were holes in the sheets. And her right. beautiful linen sheets, her prized linen yeah. sheets. Dad was in such Very pain that his – linen, living, linen sheets. His toenails were curling in pain and they'd cut the sheets. Yeah, so my obviously I was twisting and turning so much. I was in so much pain. And this that guy I can take a, pain. I wore a hole <laughs> – <laughs> Quite a serious hole in the sheet, uh, which was terrible. My wife was very, very upset about that because she prizes those linen sheets. <laughs> so, <laughs> forget the pain, <laughs> the sheets, you know. So anyway, um, I was talking to Serene and Pearl about it, and they 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 said to me, "Well, you know, you uh, probably should go and and get what they originally um, tried to get give you in the hospital and take it," and um, and so. I went up to Walgreens and ordered that thing, which was almost out of date by that time. But they did give it to me, and uh, and I I went home. But the pain was so bad. I it was an opioid thing that they said you have to be very very careful of, otherwise it could cause you know a problem. So I took one tab. They said just take one. It's so strong it'll it'll fix it. It'll take the pain away. Well, I took one. It didn't do anything, nothing at all. It just made me feel a little weird in the head, and then I. <laughs> And then I took another one about two hours later, and nothing, nothing at all. It didn't remove the pain at all. And so I'm sort of thinking, well, I maybe I should, uh, you know, check with Pearl and Serene about this again. And so they put me on to the product called Hemp and Blue. Yeah, we weren't trying to sell our product to him because we wanted him to go take his opioid. <laughs> like, go In fact, they gave me the product out of the goodness of their heart. And the other one was the Ultimate Cream. And so, 
No, I thought it was the hemp and blue balm. Did you? You put the cream. Okay, so what happened was... Hang on here. We said the cream because we have learned in the hemp and blue cream, this is what I want you all to understand, it is the blue tansy in there, along with the hemp, of course, is antiviral. Not only is it so good for pain and inflammation, there is an antiviral component to it. Now, shingles is a virus, of course. You ended up not taking the antiviral because once... Once we said, go take it, Dad, you read, well, it's too late. You have to take a shingles antivirus as soon as you got shingles. As soon as you get shingles. You and have so to you take didn't end up then. taking it because yes. it wouldn't have been so effective. Too late no, did that. you take but the balm, though? Where's the balm? You took the little black tin balm? No, there was no other balm apart from those two things. I was oh, taking. that's what you've been taking. Yeah. I sent you a balm, but that's okay. So what happened, Dad? Tell, tell everyone well, what, what happened what when happened you started. What happened is this that I started using it, and, um, and so uh, it was just amazing the, the how it began. Cream. The pain began to subside. Immediately. With, yes, almost instantly, just just very very shortly afterwards, and gradually, it just within a within a short you know with a f- two or three days, it's com- been completely gone. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting here today, out of pain, where it seemed like nothing, like Tylenol. I just took powerful Tylenol, didn't do anything for it, and mm-hmm. and then um, and then that that um, opioid thing didn't do anything at all. So what he did but is this he did, is absolutely I'm completely healed of it. I'm he did the hemp and blue, which is like it's an immediate. Gone. Um, um, so I'm sold on this product, hemp and blue. I thought though, Dad, that you were putting, which you could have gotten even, you could have even been in the clouds of of heaven, like even more relieved because if you'd put this hemp and blue, which he did the cream. Mm. And then we thought he was putting the balm over top, which is even a slow release. Yeah. Um, but he was putting the ultimate relief cream well, over top. Well, that relieves itch. But that relieves itch, and that's good. But then, so so you could even do the black tin on top of that. But anyway, there. we wanted to talk because Hemp After and Blue that. is a pretty pretty new product. Not many of you know about it, although we released it about a couple of months ago, and I'm getting so much feedback. This is why I wanted to bring it to light today yes. for pains in your body, People oh, are just saying thank you, pain. and unbelievable I wa- pain. And people don't really know we've got this product yet, but it's powerful. And I know that so many people are out there sitting in pain, and this could help because any time now I have a headache, anything, I'm using this, and it's it's just so effective. These things that are in there, that blue tansy, is just incredible. Yeah. Along with the well, head. I only started taking it two two or three days ago. Yeah. Like it was probably three days ago or something. I started on it. And uh, and already I'm lifting boxes and moving yeah. stuff around like I normally would, yeah. you know, like heavy boxes, hundred pound boxes and stuff like that, you know, and uh, nothing, no, no problems at all. Shout That's out all. again to the to praise the, the Lord. I'm so glad. Yeah, about I know. It. I want to say too um, that uh, not the hemp and blue cream because that has yeah. wintergreen in it, which is. Well, another reason for yeah. I think the pain relief wintergreen is such a powerful pain mm. reliever, but the balm, the hemp and blue balm, doesn't have the wintergreen, so you can use it um, in places that are more sensitive. And yeah. so I use the balm on my skin at night, like as a nighttime, just under my eyes and around. And that wasn't even why it was created. But listen to this. Um, I don't, I don't know if you should mind me saying this. I, I might call Dude. post. But Joy, the lady who, who designed our makeup oh, line, yeah? she's the most amazing lady. The reason why she started into the makeup industry was because she couldn't find any makeup that didn't agitate her skin, mm. that um, that didn't ignite a kind of acne. And so she made the most pure makeup in the world to just keep everything yeah. soothed. It's amazing makeup. So it's not out yet. So I kind of go to the black market to her under the mm-hmm. table and kind of just like purchase me own, uh-huh. you know. I didn't even tell you, Pearl. I'm going straight to her purchasing me own. Yeah, no, you got anyway, it Anyway, um, but she said, oh, thank you for the, the, the CBD balm, which is the only one we have is the CBD, yeah. uh, sorry, the hemp and blue. And she's like, because I had another reaction. I'm not sure what caused it, but the only thing 
that soothed it was the, the hemp balm. It's the only yeah. thing that my, my skin will accept and not re- reactivate. Yeah, so this hemp and blue, it's in the cream and in the balm. Dad got relief with the cream, and I think the cream is very effective, but whatever, you, you can use both or you can use, use the cream or whatever. But yeah, we just I use them to, both. I use yeah. put on the, on the hemp and blue, Yeah, and then when it's sort of rubbed in, then yeah. put the other okay, on great. top of that. And it seems to be working really good. The other thing I may have been taking yeah. is the C- CBD heavy hitter. Oh, our heavy hitter, and yeah. And I've been taking that as well. Yeah, the great. Yeah, which is great. that's awesome. Fantastic. Thanks, Dad, so and thanks for so coming good. today. And today. Actually, another time we'll have you on for the whole time, eh? Oh, I know. We need to have good old – hey, half the good old meat that we bring comes from the good old Hilltop Church inspirations yeah. from our dad's yeah, dad's messages. Thank you good so much. It's been a Love joy you. to be here Thank on this you. podcast with you. Hey, you're listening to The Party with Serene and Pearl, and I'm Pearl, and who are you? <laughs> Serene. <laughs> this is The Party with Serene and Pearl. Get it right. It's P-O-D-D-Y. You're going to tell us about your Australia and New Zealand trip. Yes, How yeah. was that? Oh, well, because cool. everyone wants to know, right? I All right, we're just back. So you guys, it's I'm not like... unpacked. No, you guys, it's like we um, haven't been gone because we pre-recorded some more potties, so it was like we're all together, but we haven't seen each other for three weeks, like Danny and John and, and all that. But we're back. yeah. yeah. We spent six days in Australia, six days in New Zealand. And the other time, stuffed in a plane. Well, yeah. Pearl was like cheeses and wine, but... <laughs> well, you were. I hey. just have to talk about it. I just have to get that off my, my chest. My you, picture- Serene, you could have upgraded to business no, I class. Oh. It's the same reason you can't take right. drugs in labour. You yell at the nurses and you say, why can't I take drugs? They say, well, you can, Pearl. No, I can't. I won't. <laughs> It's the same thing. It's like you say I c- you can upgrade to first class, but my brain won't allow me to. That's mm. funny because before you even said that, mm. I was about to say, now I'm picturing Pearl and Charlie in first class mm. eating cheese and well, wine while they won't Serene, even let me visit my sister. Serene is like in the back class. seat. Well, my husband, like he's he's 63, he refuses to do that long, long, long journey. I respect it, Pearl. I respect people that take epidurals. It's their decision. Yeah, but anyway, can, hey, can we get back to that all? I wanted to say, I posted a picture right before we left, because this is what everyone's waiting to hear. By the way, before, even before that, the reason Serene and I went back was, for those of you new in the room, we were, these are our homelands. We were born in New Zealand, raised in Australia, but we've been living in the States for 27 years, only been back once 20 years years ago. ago. 22 years ago. 22 years ago. Never taken our husbands back. No. So this was such a huge deal And none of our children except for my eldest, Arden, when he was 10 months old and your meadow when she was three. Yeah, so Serene took her three boys, Solly and her husband, back. I took Charlie back. Okay. The day before, the the morning we left, I took a picture of Serene with her... um, Overpacked bag. Her bag. It was smaller than my, my backpack that I took on the plane. And she had her um, two weeks' worth of clothes for her, not only just her, her and Solly. I'm talking there's not another bag. This was her bag. And everyone was like, what the heck? I mean, Serene wants to be a minimalist, but how can you do that for two weeks? I'm not a min- minimalist in life. Like, you go to my spice cupboard, you go to my you yeah, know, you house. Over- I've got a lot of It's a lot very of stuff. maximalist. Yeah, yeah, I've got a lot of cumin even on my walls, Pearl calls it, like yeah. overly spiced walls. Why? You know? And 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 we don't. I to this day don't really know why you wanted to do it 
so minimalist. No, I love to minimalize with traveling because I find all I'm doing is looking after guff, looking after stuff. If you get to a hotel room, you've got to spend one hour moving in. And then, then moving out is even worse. Yes, but to ruffle through that little bag, Serene took no, her half no an hour. No, there's no ruffling through a little bag. There was, and I love it. I just love not having to wonder, oh, what am I going to wear today? Oh, what am I? Oh, did, that's it. I'm did not you, going. Did you pack your wools? Were you? Uh, yeah, yeah, only my wools, love. So this is yeah. how she did it. So she designed this outfit for New Zealand, which was a little cooler, right? So it was all wool. So you wore the same exact thing every day, correct? No. There's a little difference. Little difference, yes, but little mostly difference. the same. It might be a little different of the scarf, of the necktie. Yes, but your underwear. Okay. No, it wasn't okay. the same underwear every day. Well, I, I took you didn't I have took room two for pairs. Okay, so you're washing one in Wash, the night? Washing every night in the shower. Nice little Okay, for those who want to be minimalist, I'm just later. telling you, you're going to have to wash your own underwear in the shower. Hey, it takes two seconds. At least I didn't have to look for a, for, for a jolly laundromat. That's true. Okay, and so. I carry around 30 stinking pairs. Yeah, okay. Stuffed in some plastic bag. Eek. It's true. I had to stuff mine in a plastic bag. Eek. Okay. All right. And so you had your New Zealand outfit, which was all wools and all blacks, and you thought you were pretty cool and you wore the same everything day because you're saying it didn't stink. It didn't stink. Did you stink me? Did you? Oh, actually, sorry. <laughs> Backtrack. I did stink, but it wasn't my fault, and it wasn't the fault of minimalism. Wait, wait, wait. If you stink, it's always no, your fault. No, listen. Let me tell you why. <laughs> Several okay, days I into the trip. think... My baby's screaming, which is her cue because I'm I'm talking about her right now. I forgot that I was that I would be taking a baby, and there might be a little uh, there might Mishaps. be a change up with. I mean, I mean, minimalism. Usually, it's like if you go on the sites for minimalism, it's not usually mothers with children. It's kind of like some guy going to Iraq, and he's like, you know, somebody's bodyguard, you know, and he's got his one pair of like tactical pants, and his yeah. you know, it's all that kind of site. But I thought I could pull it off. Um, my baby spewed on the first day going around these turny, twirly, curly little New Zealand roads. Yeah, but first I didn't think that that would happen. I, I didn't imagine it. And she spewed all over her outfit and all of my one outfit. Uh, so what had to happen, which I had predicted, I said, I know Serene will be borrowing clothes from my large suitcase so I packed a couple extra just because I'm that kind of nice big sister. You're enabling. Day one in New Zealand, they are being given no, to Sarit. No, I only Day borrowed one. it till I, till I got to a laundromat. Okay, so you but did have to the go to a laundromat. Is, no, it was, it, was, it was at the Airbnb. It was part of our deal, right? But the thing is, is that um, the little travel minimalist washing powder didn't have the right oomph. It never took away the spew scent, did it? No. And so New Zealand was jolly cold, even though it was late spring over there. It was jolly cold. And it's a cold that gets into your bones. And, and they were having a cold spell. Mm. And we had the windows down, <laughs> blastedly down for six days just to keep my scent from, from rushing into people's noses. You were yeah. jacking up the whole yeah. vehicle? It was, okay, that whole vehicle. When you were in it for a few hours, you couldn't smell let it. Let me tell you why But hold on. Cute. But every time you went out of the vehicle. And came back in. You got back in. You were like. Oh my goodness, throw up is so strong. Now, let me tell Serene you smelled like this throw is up a great for the first story. Week. Okay, so we went to Fidianga, which is my new curse word. Um, I don't curse, I don't swear. You know, my dad was here. We trained us the right way, but it sounds so great, right? Fidianga, it's perfect. Apparently, it's a town. It's, it's actually Wittianga, but now um, the Maori people are taking back the right pronunciation. So it's actually rightly pronounced. That's a, that's a word. Good on them. Yeah, Fidianga. Okay. But I just say it, Danny. It's fun. Fidianga. Fidianga. Don't you feel good now? I feel re- if a little you're relieved. Like, if you're a little bit like upset or anything, you can say, 
Fidianga. Or if you're happy, you can say Fidianga, guys. What, what, is it, what does it mean? It's just well, a town. It's just a town, but it can mean anything to it's you. It's the Debbie. cutest coastal town Giving in New Zealand. Permission. It's like saying Seattle. Like it's a, it's like, a, and sometimes you can call a person Fiddy. Like Pearl? Serena's hey, name What's is up? Fiddy. Okay. Yeah, so you have taken this a is town not what name. the New Zealanders do. This right, is right. just what we've decided yeah. to do. And you have created a language. Serena's new it. name is Fiddy. Fiddy is for anything you want to express. Uh, Pearl, check your latest text. What's up, Fid? And if That'll your baby does something it. really cute, I'm like Fiddy baby. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Totes. I'm in. So I'm anyway, in. but Fiddy Anger is such a gorgeous town. That's where we began. We went. We came into Auckland, then we drove up to Fiddy, and that's where we started mm. out. Out cruise down with the spewedness. But listen, this is what happened. The first little cafe we went for breakfast. I'm not talking like a la carte, like five star. It's just a regular little cafe. Eggs, mm. bright orange, mm. like go. Ronald McDonald's hair. They mm. don't even have Ronald McDonald anymore for McAdee's, do they? I don't know, love. I don't, I don't like the hair analogy with food, but keep going. But listen, it was but so we bright We realised New Zealand and Australia got some good food. The though. whole of, And I took my little keto creamer in my purse thinking, you know, I don't, I'm, not, I'm a purist. I'm not going to do the pasteurised cream the whole time for my coffee. Yeah. But when I saw that yellow, what they call runny cream, mm. there's no half and half business over there. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, can I have mine on the side? Because I thought I'll just pour on my little bit. They're like, oh, you mean runny cream? It's the full real deal, it's guys. Grass fed, it's man, grass fed and it's yellow. So I'm like, give me that thing. I, isn't that My keto creamer went in the trash. And, yeah, yes, yeah. Keep going, Danny. Well, I was just wondering, isn't Kerrygold butter from New Zealand? It's from Ireland. Ireland. Oh, it's Ireland. Me. I would isn't put that, New Zealand place, butter right? and dairy products and heavy cream up with any in the world, yeah. and I would say, don't you even try to compete with New Zealand. New what are you Zealand doing, so your fitties? What are you yeah. doing trying to compete? I tell you what, it was amazing. So when I saw that runny cream, I'm like, this is what my baby needs to fatten up. Yeah, She's been toddling along, losing those great thighs. I'm getting them back for her. So whatever cream was left on the table from everyone's coffee, I spoon-fed it to her. She did. Yeah. Gorgeous grass-fed runny cream. Well, I think she had a bit much. And then we had six hours of corners. Oh. Out came the cream. She at creamed that you. lovely coffee cafe. You got creamed. But she was sitting in her little um, minimalist stroller. Yeah. It had a hole in the bottom. Creaming it up. there for, I don't know, just so that it could be washed out or whatever. Mm. There's a little little hole. It's oh, a drain, a drain, water drain hole. hole. Yeah. Well, out came the spew through that drain hole. And as we, as we were wheeling her out of the cafe to clean her up. This is rated a trail of, of spew. Okay, the throwing up already started, but we thought... We got to the van because we had a six-hour journey and ahead of us, we thought, she already threw up. You can't throw up more than what she's throwing <laughs> the, up and Surely the, the universe wouldn't do us that way. But we get in the van and start in New Zealand corners. Now, those of you who have been to New Zealand or live in New Zealand know what we're talking about. There's nothing like New Zealand corners. Round and round and round and, and round we like, went. You know, people go to New Zealand if they're you're adventure seeker, you go to New Zealand. If you want to go yeah, and yeah. be a jumpy bungee jump over like some big waterfall, you go to New Zealand. It's where they film Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Right. So if Gorgeous. you want to drive fast, you go to New Zealand. <laughs> if you want to drive fast on roads that aren't meant for fast driving, you <laughs> yeah. go to New Zealand. Yeah. Anyway. Are there are there laws, uh, speed laws like there, there is, here? but no one seems to be really taking them too seriously. Um, we called my son-in-law drove because we met Meadow, my daughter, and and her um husband there. They're living in Japan right now. We met them there. And his nickname was Fasty. That's what Serene called him the whole trip because he and, liked and, and to Meadow's drive fast. name was it was the Adventures of Fasty and Frock Girl. We called Meadow Frock Girl because every day she came up with a lovely new frock. She was she the opposite of me. She yeah. had like three humongous suitcases the yes. size of barns. Mm. 
And Serena in one outfit. Okay, so that's what happened. We got into the car. Sure enough, two hours in, the throw-up had already happened. Me- that was mild throw-up, Danny. The mega throw-up started happening in the van, which I don't even know how it's possible to have that much throw-up. So that's what happened. Serene stunk for the rest of the trip. Yeah, um, I did. And I could hardly handle myself, just to be honest. Yeah, so that's you what... You were disgusted it, hey, with here's myself. Your, here's yeah. your minimalism lesson to be no, learned, no, people. No, 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 no. I just didn't account for that. But I've had a little few shifts in my mind, but I'm still about minimalism. But there are a couple of other things that happen. I, I do have to give you props, Serene, okay? So aside from that, you would have made it. You would have made it spectacularly. I didn't even have snacks. It was a merry... Poppins bag. She would pull stuff out of this minimalism backpack that I didn't even know how it got in there. Pearl, would you like a bar? She had like made homemade bars. Had a collection. Pearl, would you like a THM this? Pearl, would you really pull a cappuccino out of this bag? (laughs) And I'm like, where are you keeping your diapers? Oh, just in this pocket. Out come the diapers. Oh, I, I spilled a little bit of something on myself. Oh, Pearl, would you like this special cleanup rag? Minimalism cleanup rag? I have it. Stays damp. Pearl, I would had you have tied to go little stain stick? She had everything in this minimalism bag. And I have to say, apart from the little throw up thing, it sustained you for two weeks. You had a set. I had too many clothes. I decided I had way too many clothes. Too much to choose from. Yes. <laughs> do you vacuum seal, you know, where you can compress things? Well, do you yes use and no, because of- I, I did at the beginning and I realized it was a bad choice because you you, you want to get up and go really quick every morning. And oh, you don't and that's be, a chore. So you want to be able to pack what really fits, yeah, not falsely anger. fits. Fitty, yeah. fitty, exactly. yeah. Thank you, Denny. I knew you would get that. But I want to tell yeah. you a little bit more how it went awry. Minimalism did go awry for me and this is really where it hit home. Um, you know, I love the word. I love my favorite book is I don't really get a chance to read many other books, but I just love me some word. And um, You mean the Bible? Yeah, and I said to Sam So, so Leslie Pasams is sitting over there like what does she mean? Word? She thinks I'm like some rapper word. <laughs> I love the <laughs> or word. Or PBS Word Girl, you know that yeah. show? I love that show. But anyway, um Sam's like, You wanna go real minimalism, Serene, you're not gonna take your, your big old Bible or even your little Bible. It's just it's gonna get wrecked. You're gonna lose it. Just put it on your phone, dude. Just just like the rest of the world, just download it. And I'm like, you're right. I hate not reading paper, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to be a real millennial. Let's go. So <laughs> I put it on the phone. Um, but then we had three phones because my sons were going to be, um, you know, vacationing in a different part of New Zealand for some parts of it, you know, to go visit some other friends. Yeah. And um, so their phone had to be activated. Sam's had to be activated. And, you know... We ain't that poor no more, but you know, there's a little bit of uh, Scots in there still. He didn't want to activate three phones. Yeah, so my it's like phone, ten bucks a day, didn't get activated. So no, no word, Danny. I came oh, back, right, Serena, right. And no I Bible. Telling, I said to Pearl. So it was what it was. I was just thinking about all the scriptures that I had in my heart and blah 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 blah. But I couldn't really read fresh, and um, and so I came back and I was telling Pearl about all the stuff, and she's like, Pearl. Serene, I haven't seen this Serene for a long time. What's happened to you? You're like all a little bit like hiffed and miffed and you've you got a few um, hurts going on there, yeah. you know. I'm like, this person texted me that. Can you believe it? Yeah. And usually usually I'm the opposite. Well, Serene, we've all been on a journey, right? And Serene, you know, we used to sort of get hurt feelings by this and that. But Serene has been on this journey of spiritual growth for a while. You have become this very strong, solid person. People don't offend you. You're with God every day. You know, you and Graham Cook are going for <laughs> it. I mean, you just like spiritual, you and Jesus, you know? 
And then two weeks without the Bible, right? And Serene was like calling me, do you know what she said? And I'm like, where is, who is this Serene? I haven't seen this Serene in years. And then I said to you, even Charlie said, Charlie said, Serene, he was getting these looks. He's like, what's with Serene, right? And then you called back the next day and you're like, I know what it is. It's my minimalism. Minimalism did it to me. I couldn't read my Bible every day. This is the real me. Not me and God. It's just me. <laughs> so, yeah. So, we're going to Israel um, in January and, I, and I'm not going to go that minimalism for that. You know, taking me paper. You're, you you just said Israel. Yeah, mate. Well, yeah, you have to take. I'm not. I'm taking less clothes, just though. I'm taking less Wait, clothes. Less clothes. Less clothes. Even though you, so you didn't learn from. I, there was a lot of unworn outfits. Serene, when you say outfits, um, mm. okay, she, in Australia, she, it was a bit warmer, so she had this other outfit. It I was wore like a different a shirt nearly every day. They're just light and they fold up. But I yeah, they were all like, like tiny. You could screw them up into like into your fist type. But you of see, thing. when I was in Australia, I brought silk to go over the wool, right? Because mm-hmm. it's just colorful and light, and I hardly wore that. That was junk. That was like, you know, waste. But in Australia, you wore this like Tarzan, me Tarzan, you Jane, like me Jane type outfit. Did I? Yeah, <laughs> I don't every admit. single day. But you arranged it just slightly differently. Hey, so a- to you, it was a new outfit. Yeah. To me, it was the same outfit <laughs> worn slightly differently. She calls it a new outfit in her head. <laughs> That'd be a dope fashion brand, me Jane. I know, right? Almost like a wild cool. kind of bohemian me Jane. vibe. It's called yeah. me Jane. So you are a brander, Danny. Yeah, I love it. But listen, we loved going back to our countries. We really did. And, you know, we were born in New Zealand, um, raised a little bit there. But actually, the majority of our growing up years for Pearl and I um, was in Australia. But something interesting happened because when we were down there, we really connected with New Zealand even more. Not saying anything about Australia because we love Australia so much. But we realized it's not just the place, it's the people. Yeah, A lot of our relatives are still in New Zealand and it was... It was the hills our granddad walked over. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was jolly the country we were conceived in, mate. Yeah. Like, you know, our DNA is, is did, that country. So this felt, when you were there, did you feel like a very rooted sense of I cried a lot. Yeah. I had like thoughts and feelings come back to me just through looking at things of my childhood that I didn't realize were in there. It was like, there's a, there's a feeling I haven't experienced in two decades, oh, you know? Yes. And so it was very beautiful connecting with our homelands. Actually, both of the places, both. though. We loved Australia. Australia is just gorgeous. And, and the food. Can we talk about food for a oh, while? Oh, my you know, goodness. You can eat, I don't know, what we're talking about well in any place, I think. Yum. But New Zealand, I do want to talk about some things, actually. Oh, yes. first, I want to talk about the beautiful things. We talked about all the gorgeous grass fed dairy products and lamb in New Zealand. All the meat grass fed. Oh, it's beautiful. But there were some things from my childhood I wanted to go back and sample and taste. Mm-hmm. And I tell on Pearl, she did. I did, but I didn't overdo it. Let me, let's see how we did, okay? Mm. Mostly we ate just good old healthy things, mm. lots of crossovers, of no. course, Serene. Mm. But I wanted to eat a meat pie and fish and chips because those are the things of your childhood. They are the things mm-hmm. that are just amazing that New Zealand and Australia are known for. So I had a meat pie, which they call it a mince pie, and it's like – Mince is ground beef with a gravy and a pastry thing, and a oh, little meat pie. What, what do we call, we call it? Like shepherd's pie over yeah, here? Yeah, that's got potato on it. This is just all pastry. Anyway, I had it. Oh, pastry. It was really quite, quite great. Maybe not as good as I remember, but I just needed one to taste. You know, if you live on that sort of thing every day, it's a problem. But if you don't taste it, what's your problem, right? Good girl, Pearl. I uh, know, I was forcing it if down you don't my taste children it, and husband. What's your problem? I'm like, 
taste this. You'll love it. He's like, you've never ever, you've been like shying me away from junk food. You're forcing it down my throat. I'm like, no, but this is different. <laughs> this is different junk food. <laughs> but now the fish and chips I, I had waited years for. I'm like, oh my goodness, fish and chips. I finally get to taste, you know, and we're talking battered fried fish and big chips, which are like fries, but they're huge. They're very thick. Like potato-y. Yes, yeah. potato-y. Yeah. So New Zealand is renowned for them, okay? So I go back and I order them. There's nothing going to keep me from these You're things. You're making me so hungry right now. But I, but I had them. Yeah. I'll try your, you hate your spittle. This is not a good one. I'll, I'll Excuse me. This is not a good one. Yes. Thank you. Please continue, um, Pearl. But I didn't remember the grease. I, I'm so used to, I guess, just natural Fats, not like a lot of fried fats. It was so greasy. It was good, but it, my my spirit and my body and my soul said, uh, "You're good, even hot." I didn't even need to finish. I was I, I appreciated the experience, but it was just so greasy. Like, you didn't like enjoy oil. it, though. I could tell I you couldn't. really didn't enjoy it. I like, tried them one more time because I thought I'm going to give it another go, and the same thing happened to me. I just thought, guess what? I've matured past the point where I can even enjoy this. My my taste buds and my health mm-hmm. and my body says. You're a bit past this, Pearl. Do you, do you know what's crazy for me? And I, it, it's got to be psychosomatic because I don't believe that the heavy oil or grease could affect my body yeah. as quickly as it seems to. Like if I if I get like halfway through like a too greasy cheeseburger yeah. or something like that, and it's like I feel upper right quadrant pain like the, where the yeah. gallbladder is. And I think it's a little psychosomatic like Probably that is. I know what... It's happening, and so my body starts to go. Mm-hmm. A, a little alarm goes off, saying, "Remember." And it's maybe nothing's even happening, but my brain is sending pain signals or something. Yeah, but it's those oils, the deep fried oils, which are not healthy, you know. But I, I think it's fine to try them. But um, I, 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 I didn't. And then, so then, you know, I try other things from my childhood, and. I'd be like, "Well, yeah, that was good and all, but man, I've, I really love my trim, healthy mama food." You know what I? I, I Nah. So all it's these things. Though, sometimes the memory of a food is so much more fantastical yeah. than it actually really is. Once yes. I, my child, one of my children, she was like, oh, I really want this particular candy bar that she you know, used to get at Christmas time. She's like, please, can you put it in my Christmas stocking this year? This was a couple of years back. And I gave it to her and she was like, oh, sorry, Mama, I really, really loved it, but I don't know what I saw in it. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's just it's so funny how memory can be so much more. So memory. those childhood foods that I thought that I would literally love and have to stop myself from eating all the time weren't the foods that I actually love when I went back. Like in Australia, there is just they're really focused on health over there in the cafes mm. and they had amazing like the things like the eggs and the things like the greens like they would do sauteed kale with poached eggs and sourdough dark rye bread oh yeah it was just really good whole food crossover type things or you can make it an s and it was actually easier to eat on trim healthy mama over there than it is now it was it was here in the u.s mm -hmm. it was incredible way easier what were you pairing with your eggs was there spinach i mean what yeah they did they did sauteed kale mushrooms field mushrooms that were absolutely amazing amazing. they did this um a a pesto they did a a nut avocado smash on poached eggs avocado everywhere a big thing is they put avocados and feta and poached eggs on the top and they call it avocado smash people oh it's incredible feta over a fried egg Oh, you could even amazing. tap a couple taps of tahini on top. Oh, oh, oh yes. my Dan, Dan, Dan. gosh. 
All that sort of I've thing. I've got to though. go tell my children to be a little more quiet. Hold well, on. Can you close the door? The, yeah, the children in the other room. I don't know if it's picking up on these microphones, but we can Prob- barely hear ourselves think. <laughs> Prob- yeah, probably not terribly. Hey, you're listening to The Party with Serene and Pearl, and I'm Pearl, and who are you? <laughs> Serene. <laughs> this is The Party with Serene and Pearl. Get it right. It's P-O-D-D-Y. Yeah, the, the food was incredible, but then we got home and then here to the Tennessee woods and I realised, you know, the beauty of New Zealand and Australia. There's beauty everywhere, though, because we got here to our hilltop and our beautiful, cosy homes in the woods and I thought, you know what? We are blessed. Every, anywhere you make home is such a blessing. Yeah, I and, totally, um, I totally I felt think that. so privileged and amazed to go. We want to go back. Serena mm-hmm. and I said we are just going back. But to come home was amazing, too. Yeah. And and this this truly is home, and this is where God has like given us roots. We've risen, raised our families here now. God has been incredible to us in in blessing this business, and that's all America. It's the American dream, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So we love America. I mean, oh, fitty. This has turned into a very patriotic. It is vibe. It, I don't know who I am. Am I an American or New Zealand or Australian? I we don't tried know. to work it out, what, and I what, feel like yes, you go, Dan. You go, Dan. <laughs> what? What do you? I was just going to ask what you. We try it. Yeah. How I, do you? What do you identify with now that you've been to New Zealand? Right. You. You had a taste. I mean, like me, I don't. Like when you're describing your magical feelings in New Zealand, when I go to Memphis, yeah. I have very unmagical feelings. <laughs> like I'm reminded of how badly I don't want to be there. Like right. I don't well, even want to. Well, you wanna... grew up in the hood, yeah. Yeah, like even driving and seeing signs and things. I remember it's just like ugh. Yeah, that was sticky. so funny because we didn't have any ugh. We just had oh yeah, this is deep and good. This is yeah. so good. These feelings are so good. Yeah, the Trisha Yearwood song. The, uh, the song. The song remembers when. Yeah, I feel like. The sight remembers when, the smell remembers when, and that can be negative or positive for people. And mm-hmm. I feel because Pearl and I were blessed with a lovely childhood, mm. everything from going back was very cuddly and cozy and very um, old-fashioned oat porridge feeling, comforting yeah. and, and just Yeah, but what, and, what I'm asking, like, so I don't identify as a Memphian. I don't identify as a Nashville person. I've lived in Mexico. I've lived in Pennsylvania. I don't even, like... When like if I were out of the country, I would I would be like, oh yeah, I'm an American. I would have to remember I am actually an American. Yeah, but, but you I don't do identify feel, with being an American. Though. I, I actually don't. You don't. I don't even. I don't feel patriotic. I don't Fitty feel. Anger. I'm more patriotic. I feel like you're gonna get letters. Yeah, I may, but I'm just saying it's in my heart. I'm not like I'm proud to be an American. Well, see, I am. I totally am. I think okay. because we came here, even though I'm proud to be a New Zealander, Australian. I don't know which one I am. I have a New Zealand passport. But because we've come here and seen, I think, the big-heartedness of, the country, of this country, mm-hmm. and truly, it is an incredible place, mm-hmm. yeah. I do feel patriotic I to feel America. I so patriotic. You do. Oh, like, majorly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, at Thanksgiving and Fourth of July and all these holidays that we don't have down under, I just feel so... Oh, I have all these feelings I, about about. The but of July we're very mixed because I do. You know who you are? Are you an American or okay, a New this Zealand is what or I feel like I worked out, and we've talked together about it, Pearl. I feel like we decided, and maybe you're a little different now um, since being back. You might have um, thought about things by yourself, but um, that New Zealand is our roots. Yeah, and we have a lot of nostalgia. So New Zealand is our roots. Australia to me is a, a fond place where I spent a lot of shaping time. And America is my home. Yeah. 
So, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, and I'm by the home. way, I don't mean to communicate any lack of gratitude or, or fix it up, Fitty. Yeah. I got to fix it. But because, like, I, like when, it, you know, on uh, like Veterans Day and some of the days and stuff, I am truly like, oh my gosh, it's so great. Because yeah, be, people died that you're sitting here on the sofa uh, yeah, and the all that, potty barn. All that. I'm just, man, kind of, I'm you reverently be off this, uh, you know. <laughs> I'm just reverently bowing to that because yes, I am that and I do have those type of feelings. But in terms of like, I don't know, it's it's just interesting. But it's because you're racially ambiguous too. Your dad is full Mexican, yeah. your biological dad, and you spent part of your growing years in Mexico. And that does sort of make sure. you confused. Who am I? You know, what am I American? Am I Mexican? Or am I something in between? Yeah. You know, I mean, I've always identified as an alien. Yeah, alien. Well, we I've always we, felt like I'm from another planet. Our accent is kind of mutt alien, you know, because mm-hmm. over here people think, oh, you've got an accent. And they say, where do you where are you from? We say down under. So we kind of yeah. think we have a down under accent. But when we're down there, people, yeah. they, they don't own it so and we am- don't have it. Oh, and they you don't, think yeah. we're so American. Our relatives over there, yeah. they call us their American relatives. Okay. They think we're because sound, you sound American. To them American. They think we act American. Yeah. We look American. They yes, they. Well, think would we're you American. say I have a southern oh. accent? Not no, at you don't, at all. Danny. Until I talk to somebody from California or New York, they can and they're like, something? "You're oh, you from the south?" Let's and see, I'm Pops like, wants to say something. Come on, Liz. Uh, you know, come on, Popsy, get over here. Pop, come on, Basamo. She's got Hello. three or four names. So I have a question for you. I have the same thing when I go back to England. Yes, were you? Did you have any hurt, or were you offended any that? You're like, I found it a little like, oh, like I'm from here. Like, this is my hometown. And they were like, even you're dre- you like dressed like an American. And it's, uh-huh. I don't think they're, they weren't being mean, but it was, it's almost like, def- I'm like, stop rejecting me. <laughs> yeah. But I'm so proud to live yeah. here in America and I wouldn't change it for the world. So it's such a But they struggle. just look at you as a bit of an outsider now, you American. You it did American. hurt. Yeah, it kind of did hurt, hurt, but I didn't want right. to feel hurt, but I did without my Bible. So I think I felt hurt. <laughs> I, did I, big, I never did read the Bible, so I probably, that's why I <laughs> there you go, But no, it did because it, uh, we had to keep going. Whenever we w- went to any store, we announced it when we walked into. We, we were born here. Uh, we haven't been here for 27 years, but this is where we grew up, like a whole announcement. And sometimes we'd say this whole story and they're like, why are you telling this? I don't care. Which in itself is so American. I know. <laughs> it's so American. It's so narcissistic that we'd go tell our story in every store. Yes. And they're like looking at us like, um, yeah, you yank. I yeah. mean, they're just, that's what they call Americans yanks. <laughs> oh, man, but it's so, it's so interesting. Oh, but we got to talk about Cura. Okay, yeah. But um, it's a lot of energy. we're coming to the end of this. And, you know, I don't know what anyone's getting from this podcast today. We're not bringing meat. We're just bringing the story. So Hey, story is sometimes just refreshing. Sometimes. And it's two weeks before Christmas. Maybe they don't want a bunch hey, of meat. I want to say this, though. Um. You brought the fact that your taste buds have changed without you even knowing it. And that is something I feel like that's huge because a lot of people, you know, whose taste buds maybe haven't changed yet. There is hope that that one day all this healthy eating is going to totally change your flavor, mm-hmm. taste bud profile. And, and, and you won't have such You're going to mature yeah. to the point where you actually look back on those foods and you taste them and you think, you know, they're not all that they're cracked up to be that I thought they were cracked up yeah. to be. Oh yeah, when you know, I never thought the day would come, but I've had macaroni and cheese, which yeah. I would say, when done right and healthy, now yeah. is 
probably my favorite pretty, food of all pretty time. Pretty good, right? right? I mean, it's just so comforting. But what do you think of the box stuff that but, you grew but up yeah, with? <laughs> when you start to taste what used to be your favorite foods, by the way, you guys always make fun of Pop-Tarts. Yeah. That was my favorite of all time. In fact, I no, I'm not going to talk about what I did. I remember walking, I would remember being in your home with Lisa, your wife. Oh, you remember this? You walking in from work and like, not yelling in an awful way, but like very loudly asking everyone in the room where the Pop-Tarts were. <laughs> That's hilarious. I know another thing, and this is funny, even when I started Trim Healthy Mama, you know the ramen packets? They, they're they very cheap and sort of yummy, just ramen. Oh, yeah. and, and, sure. and I used to love those, even in my 20s, right? Yeah. And early 30s. I thought they were the ultimate food. I knew they were bad for you, though, because all the different MSGs and then that just white flour ramen. But, you know, when I first started Trim Healthy Mama, I'd still crave those ramen That's packets. Right, you used to make recipes that were substitutes I, I for I tried to ramen. substitute ramen packets all the time. It would just give me my fix. But then I think it was like a year ago or something, somebody made an actual ramen packet and, and, and I put it into a bowl and I just wanted to see, you know, is this still good? And I tasted it and I was like, this is not even good. I could taste the chemicals. <laughs> I could taste the MSG. It was like... I'd got to the point where finally that was, you know, my, my, my taste buds said, this is uh, not well, good for you. Well, it gets disconnected yeah. from the idea in your brain of being savory. You yeah. know, this is no longer a thing to be craved. It is actually quite uh, abusive to me. These things can take years, though, It I does, think. yeah. Because even in the first three, four years of Trim Healthy Mama, I craved those things. Sure. And I still liked them. Yeah, when I'd taste them, I still liked that. Yeah. Fitty that anger, thing, man. You, fitty anger, yeah. it, mate. Yeah, the path of the righteous shines brighter and brighter. The path of the taste bud yeah. on, on, on a, a healthy, clean food shines brighter and brighter yeah. every year. Good word. It's all good. I think we're done, guys, because we're, uh, done. we're all good. And um, We left out Kiora, which is the best part of our trip. But, who but I don't think it's a joke that you had to be there, Serene. You had to be there. Um, yeah, and we left out how we almost died on the cliff with your son-in-law, but, you know, you had to be there. You sort of had to be there for that one too. Um, we left out the fact that when you came home, I was sitting up the front business class. Oh. Serene was in the – not the back, the very, 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 very back of the plane. They were Frozen, sitting there like next cube. to a lady that was coughing and spluttering and throwing up yeah. um, for 14 hours, was it? Yeah. Um, straight and you were freezing there and, and then my um, husband got the cough and then I was embarrassed for, of him for the first time in my life I've never been embarrassed with my husband especially when he's sick I just want to protect him and like yeah. love on him but he was like the loogie man you wanted to just like yeah. get away he, from yeah it's like the whole plane probably was like <coughs> <coughs> <Yeah>. <coughs> for 14 hours and I'm like ooh covering so my head with a big blanket you just sat there with your baby basically screaming and I'm I'm up the front, you know, having whining my and cheesing and laying down in her little I pod. Wasn't whining and cheesing, maybe a glass of wine, but yes, getting lovely service because we decided to spend that extra to be comfortable. Well, look, I just bless your heart. I have bless no hurt. But you came like back I'm, and you got a cold because of it. Yeah, I totally got a cold and everything. Well, once we ended up in America. Um, then I had a six-hour layover in Houston. Yes, sitting there but, like and zombies. then go and then you came straight here. Was my husband and I decided, no, let's not come straight back to Nashville and miss a whole night of sleep. Let's spend the night in LA, get a lovely night's sleep, come back the next day. Don't miss any yeah, sleep. Yeah, but you you live with Charlie straight pants. Yeah, I do. And, that's the straight and we pants do things way. in a lovely straight pants way. Yeah, and my husband's nickname is Push, which means you push it you, all and you to suffer. The limit. <laughs> But and he's you the darling of my life. <laughs> see, you, <laughs> see you guys. And then I'll be mama.